So before we begin, I actually have something to read to you both. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been talking with our lawyers, and this seems an appropriate thing to begin the episode with. Lawyers? Oh, we're being sued. Hello, listeners of Fanfics and Chill. Earlier in the series, I made a statement. I claimed that I'll be willing to commit acts of fellatio in exchange for PS5. While we have fun here, that was a moment of unprofessionalism that does not represent the opinions of this show. I'd like to take this time to apologise for misleading our audience, and thank you for sticking with us through this hard time. To clarify, I would only commit such acts in exchange for an NVIDIA 3070 series of graphics cards with 6GB of memory or a graphics card of higher quality. Thank you. There we go. Glad that's cleared up. You're an idiot. Okay, everyone. Welcome to Fanfix and Chill. I'm James. <laughs> Joining me is Grace and Nick. Hello. Do you know, I was I was really disappointed then. I thought you actually had to say that because one of our listeners actually went and bought you a PS5. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> no, no one's bought just me a PS5. It's just that I thought about it and I was like, I think I would rather have a graphics card for my PC. Yeah, somebody just turned up at your house. It's like, right, I've got a PS5 for you here. PS5, like, rose in their mouth. On, on, your, on your knees. Well, a new graphics card is around the same cost, so yeah, hit me up. I think you're quite cheap, but all right. It's still in the <laughs> five to seven hundred pound range. Uh. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I mean, I have no moral high ground to claim on this. Oh my god! Nick, are you standing by your statement of the PS Five? Um. If anybody can either get me a PS5 or uh, a crank angle sensor for a Rover 827. <laughs> one, okay. how the fuck did you manage to find one? And two, yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably suck dick for a crank, a brand new crank angle sensor from a Rover 827. Fair. Grace? What? When you said we're cheap, I'm curious what your limit is. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if someone... if If you said, you know fellatio for whatever this is and someone was like almost immediately went yeah you'd start to think to yourself well how much more can i get with just this that's more i did the calculation a lot more market research has to go into what you're selling your product for or your services for okay um hi everyone welcome to fanfix and chill uh to clarify don't buy us stuff that was a joke yes and like, don't well if you do buy us stuff, uh, please don't expect Felicia in return. Exactly. Unless it is actually a PS five. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Nick Nick has a price tag. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, um I could probably afford a PS five if I sort of saved up and put my mind to it. It's a lot of money though. But a, it's a lot of money and B there are many, many other things which I have to buy before I even justify owning a ps5 Mm -hmm. you know like i have to get the kitchen done i have to keep both my cars on the road i have to i don't know fucking fix my guttering and that sort of thing so like before i can settle down and buy a ps5 is probably when the ps6 is going to come out (sighs) don't get old folks it sucks (laughs) yeah never grow up don't buy a house live at home with your parents forever and, well, yeah. I wouldn't do that. That seems that seems a bit much. <laughs> There's a middle ground between being independent and being able to afford a PS5. 
just stay at university. Yeah, forever. Just time. keep keep taking courses, keep taking stu- student loans. You know. I mean, lecturers always like, seem very happy. Well, yeah, and and thing is, like student loans, you won't have to pay them back once you die. So if you can stay in university till till yeah. death, then you're already up on the game, aren't you? Honestly, just don't come to us for advice. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, I think that's the point of our show. Yeah, we, we we should put a disclaimer. We're not professional anything. Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're barely functioning adults. Like, don't. Actually, to be fair, um, if we are professional, some things the uh, the things that we are professional in absolutely do not qualify us to give life advice. It's very true. Yeah, I can tell you exactly how much a component of your car might be, but I absolutely cannot advise you on yeah living. Mm-hmm. Talking of poor life choices, who remembers what happened last time in Silently on the Brink of Orgasm? <laughs> oh my god. Hey, that was a great segue, and you know it. <laughs> uh, she was having sex with her gay bestie, and you know, I want to quickly say this, I'm pretty sure that, like, Amelia Rose is is the villain. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. like of all the monsters, she's the biggest monster in it. <laughs> Or she's a complete idiot. Complete idiot. I I think it's maybe like a little bit of both because she does marry the Sue quite a lot. And a Mary Sue's the true villains? A person without flaw should always be suspect. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe we fair do enough. do good advice. Like, that's that's solid. Well done, Grace. Just because that... it hit hard doesn't mean it mean anything. <laughs> it's solid life wisdom. To be fair, I have been told... Uh, to be wary of people who don't have any vices. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you if you meet somebody and they enjoy a drink, you know they enjoy a gamble from time to time, spend far too much on cars, or shout at people <laughs> on podcasts. I was going to say, if you had to narrow down your voice, your vice, what would it well, be? My vice for you, it's buying cars. Um, it's to both of you. Oh, a hundred percent. I spend too much on cars, time and money. Grace. My my crippling addiction to trying to put other people down needlessly. <laughs> oh, I don't think you've got that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. That's definitely okay, advice. Obviously, obviously not. <laughs> uh, oh. Mm. Vices. Oh, I do like... Uh, oh, I don't really spend money. Oh. You like a drink. I do like a drink, but... Yeah, I like a drink. <laughs> but I wasn't going to admit to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, did I just dox you on this podcast? <laughs> no, it's all right. Stop Every, the I think is. everyone knows I, I like a drink because they can hear me slurring every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just tiredness, to be fair. Sure, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, alcohol makes you sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to narrow it down to one, it's a toughie. A toughie. Probably food. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. But yeah, shall we carry on with Chapter 4, A Stony Betrayal? I think we should. Are we all happy with the roles we are in? Yes. Cool. Disclosure for people at home. Uh, I have a mild case of tonsillitis right now, so if my voice sounds off, that's why. (laughs) I may not go all in on the Dalek impression. We'll see how it goes. Right. I'm going to suggest something now, right? Mm -hmm. If your voice has to go, then send it out in a blaze of glory. Sure, why not? (laughs) Sod that we have another show to record after this. Sod that I have work tomorrow. Yeah. It will be fine. Cool. If my voice dies here, I dedicate this episode to it. (laughs) Cool. 
Right, Nick, read us in. Chapter 4, A Stony Betrayal. I awake to the feeling of a painful hangover in my pancreas. I roll over and my eyes fill with a yellow as bright as a banana. Okay, Dalek and Lovingly is going to be really hard. <laughs> Good morning. Ryan screams lovingly. Last night was exterminate. There it is. <laughs> I've been waiting for that ever since last week. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been staring at me on the screen this entire time. This is why I don't leave tabs open. It's too tempting to, to read ahead. <laughs> you know what? Fair. Memories cut through the dense fog of WKD clouding my mind. I knew it was too strong for me. I should have stuck to the whiskey. Oh my god. I cry, touching the back of my hand to my brow dramatically. I'm so sorry, Ryan. That must have been awful for you. Thank god you're gay or it would be so awkward otherwise. I am not gay. He screeches regretfully. And I very much enjoyed the penetration. He's such a good friend, trying to spare my feelings. But I can tell from the way his eye stalk despairingly robes over my naked form, resting desperately on my ballooning bosom and dark feminine curls, that he regrets the whole incident. I rub myself against him apologetically. His <laughs> eye stalk rises. His plunger engulfs my breast and I begin and begins to throb delightfully. So I the plunger's just honking a boob. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sorry. He rubs themselves <laughs> against someone else apologetically while being stark naked. <laughs> and, like, he's got his plunger, like, in between her tits. Mm -hmm. Amelia Rose does like, what she wants. <laughs> shut up, Nick. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, Ryan, I'm so glad you forgive me. You're so good at massages. I moan. Just then, I feel a stony gaze on my alabaster backside. Suddenly behind me, he is there. Flint Livingston standing as still as a statue in the bedroom. He stares uh, at me, I understand. I'm sorry. I apologise apologetically. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. He's gay. It's okay. He continues to stare, I understand. <laughs> How could he say that? You know I'd never cheat on you. I pull myself away from Ryan and roll over to my other side, only to find myself face to face with the vacant, textured visage of a forgotten lover. All my <laughs> memories of our encounters come flooding back. I lubricate. Oh, hang oh, drink. on, lubricate yeah. is lubricate. moist, isn't yeah. it? Are we going to have to drink? I think, I think we're going to have to drink. Lubricate counts as her moistening herself, so... <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. She's not fucking doing like car maintenance is she it's going to be moist <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no she's not doing w car maintenance <laughs> <laughs> she could be doing WK not WKD what the fuck am I WD WD40 ooh, ooh, now there's a pitch the Dalek. okay hear me out what WKD40 <laughs> I think that already exists no it fucking doesn't oh it my shouldn't. god <laughs> I mean it's a type of drink WKD forty, as yeah. in it's it's an alco pop, but it tastes like WKD smells. <laughs> That's what I'm pitching. Or it's a drink that you can also use as a penetrator. <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> All in one, the only drink a lad needs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. 
Uh, anyway, it's your line, Grace. I've lost where I am. Hang on. It's yeah. just after I oh lubricate. My <laughs> oh my god. I exclaim. Sorry, it's not what it looks like. He's gay. It's okay. I look back to Flint. I forget. Flint stares at me. I understand. I close my eyes. I reopen them. Flint is closer. He has a single finger outstretched. I imagine him caressing my face or entering my gooey love cabin. <laughs> I lubricate. Drink. Drink. There we go. I close my eyes again, awaiting the pleasure. I hear a slurpy pop beside me. I open my eyes suddenly, my butterfly lashes fluttering delicately against my skin. Flint's hand rests where Ryan once was. Sorry, what just happened? I'm trying to read how you... I think he just... He just uh, I think he's just weeping angel Ryan. Ryan. Time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone explain to me how I'm supposed to be how I'm supposed to be whispering this. Oh, I can I, do this line no, if you want. No. What? You can whimper in a manner as melancholy oh. as a dog made out <laughs> oh, of right. a... <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's what is that? Canta, cantaloupe? Cantaloupe. Just cantaloupe. Use... Is that a pipe organ? No, it's a melon. It's... That, a, a pipe organ is a calliope. Calliope. Oh, oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Grace I imagine it just sort everybody. of a whispering, no. No, no, I, no, this isn't just me being tired. This is me trying to do an impression of, of a, a dog made out of fruit. Dog, <laughs> a dog melon. <laughs> a sad dog made of fruit. A sad dog made of fruit. No! I don't know. Perfect. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I whisper in a manner as melancholy as a dog made out of a cantaloupe, throwing myself away from the now empty bed, only to find a rubbery torso and a pair of delightfully pliable arms. Roger. I whisper, comforted as I bury myself in his slimy form. With a slurpy pop, I feel him vanish from within my arms. A single heroic tear trickles down my cheek, smearing my perfect emo makeup. <laughs> I find myself now alone in the bed. All of the moistness has left my muffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that time she ran out of moist. <laughs> yeah, no more drinking. He got rid of that as well. Like, enough from you. <laughs> Stop lubricating. <laughs> he sent her whatever gland it is that makes the moistness <laughs> back yeah, in time back in time <laughs> flint how could you do this i ask he looks at me i understand just then rory enters the room with a glass of water no doubt to catch a glimpse of my <laughs> naked figure oh he exclaims amelia rose you're still here i i thought everyone had gone home by now he steps forward and offers me the water i don't want anything from you i object thrashing wildly to repel his lecherous hands. Look, Amelia Rose, I've invited you into my home and I've tried to be civil with you, but I'm fast losing my patience. He says sternly. Don't you understand? I cry, <laughs> devastated. I'm heartbroken. My cavest friend has been sent back in time. Time, you say? Rory responds thoughtfully. I have a friend who may be able to lend a hand with that. Can I be TARDIS noises as well? <laughs> if you... <laughs> 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 I can't your, do hardest Your entire moment, uh, your entire like podcast career has been leading up to this, hasn't it? 
<laughs> I can't do it today. Never mind. <laughs> I flew too close to the sun. <laughs> Dear listener, please just um, imagine the TARDIS uh, materialising. Yep. It's written warp, 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 warp. Open bracket, comma, open bracket, comma, etc. <laughs> Just then, a celestial breeze blows my already blowing golden hair, and a blue wooden box materializes into the corner of the room. It is the color of my eyes. My physics teacher, Mr. Tennant, steps out of the mysterious blue box. I heard you need a doctor. He says with a sex. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I have one Scottish accent right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he says with a sexy smirk, he sits down on the bed beside me. Tell me your story. I tell him everything about Flint and about Ryan. As my story draws to a close, a single tear falls from my TARDIS blue eye. Come on, he says. I'll get you some clothes, and then you can join me in the TARDIS. What's TARDIS? I ask, confused as I've confused at this word I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> She's been describing herself uh, as TARDIS, TARDIS blue, blue eyes, eyes this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, I'm just going to take a brief moment to go down memory lane because doing the Sean Connery accent reminded me. Me and Nick had a politics teacher in high school. And whenever he told stories, he would do impressions. Oh, and he did. This was when Gordon Brown was in power in Britain, uh, who was a Scottish man who was Prime Minister for a bit. And his Sean Connery impression was flawless. So every time he had a story involving UK politics, it would be like that Sean Connery isn't downing streets. It was great. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I oh, miss those man. politics lessons. Yeah, I I miss those days when um, when Gordon Brown was the benchmark of incompetent politicians. Oh, those were the days. But anyway, um, my blue box, the time and relative dimension in space, it travels through space and time. I climb out of the bed, exposing my milky skin to the dim light of the room. I can tell from the way he hides his eyes behind his hat there. I can tell but from the way he hides his eyes there. I'm really not doing well with I'm this. leaving those in. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell from the way he hides his eyes behind his hands and averts his gaze that he is sneaking a peek at me, but I'm too heartbroken to care. The doctor returns with a dress. I can't tell whether it is white or gold or blue and black. Damn it! <laughs> I know the memes. dress you mean. The memes! That was happening around when this was written, incidentally. <laughs> yeah, that, this was. is a relevant meme. <laughs> wow. A relevant meme for its time. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a blast oh. from the past. I slip into it. It's a bitchin' dress. But I've soiled it with my ugly form. If only I were more bodacious. If only Ryan were here. It would suit him so much better than me. At that thought, another tear falls down my rosy cheek. The doctor takes me by the hand and leads me into the TARDIS. Huh. I say. Looks like you need to dust around here. The doctor laughs and gallivants around the console, pulling levers, his long brown coat swishing as he does. Well then. We'd better get you back in time then, hadn't we? He rubs his hands together and gives me a manic grin. Whizz whizzing about like <laughs> a cocaine-fueled butterfly, he cranks another lever. Yeah, I that's the tenant error. <laughs> yep, it is. 
I sigh, wondering how my life got this way. I miss Flint and his cool, chiselled grasp. How could he do this to me when I love him so? The weird box jerks, and the doctor latches onto the console, steadying himself with his leg. He runs a hand through his floofy hair, and his grin widens. Allongy. No, come on. <laughs> yeah, there's like 17 E's in there, bro. Allongy. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna turn That's into Johnny better. Bravo, I'm sorry. That's just gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> The Doctor as voiced by Johnny Bravo. Yeah, I changed voiced my mind. Friendship, friendship ended with Sean Connery. He's <laughs> <laughs> He cries like a madman in a box. We wish and whoosh through time. The strange warping sound honking in my ears. <laughs> the turbulence is almost too much to bear. All of a sudden we screech to a halt. The Doctor skips round to the doors and places a hand on one, wiggling his eyebrows at me. Are you ready to step back into another time? <laughs> I can't do a good Johnny Bravo. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, you tried, that's the main thing. Thank you. <laughs> I nod once, my golden curls dancing around my cheeks. I take a deep breath and step through the doors. To be continued. Ooh. Do, do we continue now? I feel like we continue now. But we can take a break if Grace needs a drink. Yeah, I need a coffee and a toilet break. Okay. <laughs> yep, Good luck. fair enough. <laughs> okay, we had a quick break. We're going to continue with Chapter 5. Chapter 5, Intense Oh, it's, it's me first. It is. London, 1943. The Doctor announces as I step into a field. People dance around dressed in brightly coloured clothing, and a pungent, sour, herby aroma thickens the air. In wartime Britain, I don't think so. Yeah, this doesn't sound... <laughs> they've, they've landed in Mary Poppins... No, they haven't. They've handed by, by the sound of things. They've landed at fucking Woodstock. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, that fits. <laughs> I okay. feel happier and more pieced out, but I don't know why. <laughs> a flash of yellow catches my eye, and my hopes are. Oh shit! She just said. Uh... Sorry, I, I didn't. I wasn't sure where you got Woodstock, but yes, that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> a flash of yellow catches my eye, and my hopes are raised until I realise it's just a tent. A tear falls from my TARDIS blue eye as I'm reminded of Ryan's elegant form. Outside sits a man with long hair in a tie-dye t-shirt making a daisy chain. It is Woodstock. In 1940s London. Yeah. Oh, the doctor's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why has he gone to the 70s? What's going on? He fucked up. Um, I wonder how much light the hippies generate for uh, you know for all the German bombers flying overhead. But, <laughs> it's amazing how uh. these people can have so much spirit considering the abject horror that must befall them on a daily basis. Oh, Just it, it'd be funny if that. Uh, I mean, none of us were actually there for wartime Britain, so it could possibly be real. Like, yeah. that's why they had to send all the kids away into the countryside, because the, the parents could were just it. living it up in the city, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> They're smoking a, in the, uh, smoking a joint in the blackout. So you know. Smoking a boy. <laughs> hey, hey, put that light out, man. <laughs> just then, I'm distracted by squeaking from my ample cleavage. I feel an odd furry wriggle as Erasmus the Sixth emerges from between my breasts. Erasmus! I cry. You're here! He squeaks, 
I understand. You're here to help me find Ryan, you say? Well then, let's get looking. With you by my side, I can never fail. <laughs> this has turned into something completely different. Who is I, who I is Erasmus? I full CBBC. I'm, like, I'm yeah. going children's presenter. Oh, you nailed this, it there, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, uh, Erasmus the sixth. Um, if you recall, we met the, in the third, first... second, and first in the original we, chapter. We did. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. a chipmunk, isn't he? Yeah. I think so. I... He, I think he is, yeah. I think Erasmus yeah. is, is a chipmunk. I hear the sound of twanging guitars from across the field. It must be the sirens warning everyone about the bombs. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But no one moves, they just sway to the sound, like my hair in the ever-present breeze. I admire their calmness and optimism in these terrible, terrible times. Three hours later... So I later, think this is... I think this is commentary on the historical accuracy in Doctor Who... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that's the impression um, I'm getting from this. Because they're not you, they're not great at historical accuracy. Honestly, um, please ask the author, because if this oh, is intentional. Sure. Almighty Tim, are we reading too much into your shit posts? <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd really like if it was, honestly. I love but, it all the same. Three hours later, I still haven't found Ryan. I feel like I'm falling into a relaxing pit of despair. I'm about to lose all hope, but then a kind-hearted man emerges from a forest and offers me a teapot full of a comforting-looking beverage. No! No, don't drink the Kool-Aid, for fuck's sake. Don't drink the poppy tea. I remove the orange and green tea cosy and take a big gulp. It is slightly sweet, then sour, and I feel the elixir slowly warming my heart. Then the world transforms around me. Colours become other colours, red and yellow and pink and green, orange and purple and blue. The field transforms into a shade of Ryan yellow. I become worried <laughs> that Ryan has been shattered into a thousand pieces and scattered among the daisies. But that can't be. The world now darkens and I worry that I am plunging into the void. A Ryanless, flintless void. Oh, Flint, I miss Flint. Why is the world... Maybe the bombs have found me, but maybe that is okay. But the sound of the twaggy sirens continue and assure me that I am still part of the world. In fact, I think I may be in my forest. But one of the trees becomes Erasmus the 69th. Actually, there are no trees. There is just Erasmus. I continue (laughs) on the search for Ryan through the Erasmus maze. Some of them look angry at me, and I become scared that I have lost one of the only friends I may have, and that Erasmus the 42nd now hates me like everyone else in the world. The floor becomes daisies, but the daisies aren't strong enough and I fall into the pit. Suddenly, I ascend slightly and see faces surrounding me. They look so kind, and I realise that... Start that again. They look so kind, and I realise maybe there is hope in the world. I seep. Take a drink. Oh no. I think she might be crying in all fairness. No, I've I never heard crying described as seeping. Yeah, seeping. I mean, it's it's a, it's a bit of li- liquid escaping from somewhere. It could be either. <laughs> I'm, I'm still know drunk. What this, no, I've, what this bitch oh, is. Oh wait, like. no. Hold on. No. <laughs> I've read further down. It's probably her third eye. Yeah, exactly. It, the grass it is, is green fact. again. It is in fact Maybe. her third eye, yeah. <laughs> I, I realised that the third eye is something else completely different but I thought like the hippie nonsense going on with everything it was There's fishing. a line later about her panties seeping Oh god There we go 
There it is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Take a drink. The grass is green again, and I am filled with a new determination to find Ryan. I turn my head with a flick of my golden hair, and all of a sudden, Roger is there. Memories of a thousand cherished moments come rushing back like an angry bull, and I collapse into his arms, my panties seeping. Drink. Drink. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, Roger, I found you again. I've been so scared in this strange, strange place. War is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I shake my head knowingly, my heart touched by the horrors I've seen. Delicate, spongy fingers push the hair back from my face, and I sigh in contentment. Everything is so much better with Roger here. How could Flint be so cruel as to take him away from me? All because of a misunderstanding. Perhaps Flint isn't the one for me after all. I gasp at the thought. No, it's not possible. Flint is just passionate, that's all. And yet Roger is passionate too. When I think of all our encounters in my forest, but now is not the time. Ryan could be in danger. So she's not having sex with him. Well, no, not she immediately. Is. Not immediately. Yeah, okay, not right now. No. She has been having sex Love with him. him. <laughs> uh, it's amazing that priorities have come in the way. <laughs> yeah. We have to save Ryan. I cry, unselfishly pushing aside my wanton desires. <laughs> Though I want nothing more than for Roger to take me right here, right now. My gay Dalek <laughs> best friend is more important. <laughs> Fuck it out. Roger, though, has other ideas. He whips out his gigantic love slug, <laughs> and I seep. That's, oh, that's, fuck. Yeah, that is a gigantic horrible, love slug. <laughs> that is a horrible description for a penis. <laughs> yes, it I'm is. using that in the future. <laughs> and I'm going to put everyone off. So, They're going to be upset that they have a love slug. Has it ousted <laughs> Tom Nook's gigantic throbbing man wand? Um, oh, I don't know. I think they're definitely tied. More of a mouthful than the other. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Oh. Hey! Oh, highbrow wit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Before I can protest further, his wet mouth conquers mine, and our tongues begin a prurient tango. Oh. Not caring that we're surrounded by people, his leathery hands tear open my white and gold slash black and blue dress <laughs> and dance across my skin. Panting hard, he pushes me into a nearby tent. Oh, Roger. <laughs> Flawless. All thoughts of Ryan forgotten. I seep further. Take a drink. Oh, yeah. Drink. Excited by the brush of clammy flesh on my warm skin, I reach for his slime-slicked do- oh. joystick. <laughs> Slowly, I begin to rub both my hands up and down on either side of it, as though it were a piece of delectable firewood. <laughs> <laughs> hey? <laughs> Have you never seen like some firewood and you're just like, oh, oh, I could roll oh, that no. all day. No, wait, it's not like up and down. It's like you roll the wood between your hands to start the oh. fire. Oh. So, so that's very wow. different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, she I, is I've, bad at hand jobs. <laughs> I have never, ever, ever gone out there and thought I'm going to rub this firewood sensually. Or so. you've never done that with your dick where you've like just rolled it. No. Today's top like tip, firewood. everyone. That's a bad hand job technique. Yeah, don't give your dick a Chinese burn because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to call it that anymore. But okay. Okay. Twizzling his disco stick between my palms, I can feel his thirst <laughs> growing as his slobbering fun pole reaches its yeah. climax. <laughs> okay, I'll... slobbering fun pole has topped gigantic love stick. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it has. 
But not gigantic love slug. No. That's... No. Yeah. <laughs> That's really solid. Um, as his slobbering fun pole reaches its climax, I lower myself onto it. He thrusts into me and I shatter into a juicy apex. What? <laughs> oh, Roger. <laughs> All of a sudden, the scent of burning canvas fills the air. I finish my orgasm and open my eyes, only to see that the tent has caught fire. The other people present run screaming from it as I untangle myself from my mucilant lover. Fear twitches in my chest like a cannibal midget in a fat man's ribcage. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Dang! That was alive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, it's both horrific and a horrific description. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Shall we? <laughs> Moving on. Fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying. <laughs> A scream wrenches itself free from my throat. I flee outside into the fresh air beneath the plumes of smoke that leak across the sky. Already the flame seems to be spreading from tent to tent, like a particularly tenacious STD. The amber glow of flaming flames lights up my face like nobody else. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's a song lyric, I'm sure. There's so many really strong descriptions here, and then flaming flames. Flaming flames, yes. Keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? Okay. (laughs) My head whirls around, desperation seeping into my tones. Help! Somebody! Nobody saves me. They run and scream a bit. The smoke fills the sky. More and more tents have been ensnared by the stretching fire, and flecks of ash flick through the air like tiny butterflies that are also on fire. I trip (laughs) suddenly and fall to my knees. No! Not like this! Not like this! Suddenly something whooshes. A figure appears behind me. His eyes are fathomless and slate grey, like polluted lakes, and his features are sculpted with concern. A hard hand sits on my shoulder, and a lump of terrified excitement rises in my throat and twitches in my loins. <laughs> Flint? He looks at me. I understand. My God, I understand. What the fuck is going on? What do you understand? <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, do we tune in next time, or do we carry on? <laughs> <laughs> next time, I think. I think this is okay. the next time, yeah. This was Yeah, that's fair. We're getting to a full hour at this point. <laughs> I <laughs> I've had nothing to do this chapter aside from say London 1943. That was uh that was very narrator heavy. Yes. <laughs> so, oh god. Um Oh god. No, I I shouldn't have skimmed the next chapter. Oh fuck. Yeah, I have to skim the next chapter. Did you see the word I think you guys said? So, <laughs> what the lyrics? <laughs> the lyrics. No, I I Oh, I saw the word absorb a love. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't that. even notice that. I just haven't got past the lyrics. No, I, I just skimmed dyslexic vision away and I just... Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um. It means like we'll one think... of us is going to have to sing like the lead singer of Evanescence. Well, and who's... Be Grace. Is, well, is it a narration or is it something she's thinking? I think I think we just have to do that. And I don't think it's. I don't think Nick can hit those notes. No offense, Nick. I mean, we could we could sing it together. <laughs> I I think Grace and I have to do that as a duet. Fucking hell. Or Grace and Nick. I mean, I. It's up to you. <laughs> I suppose I can try. I, I think I've got the backing vocals down. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could do the backing vocals. Yeah. 
like saying wake Grace, me up. Grace, you've sung it enough times in the car that I know you can hit the main notes. I mean, I, don't, I can't hit the notes, but I can definitely hit the pitch. <laughs> Perfect. Which is very different. So this is the thing. If we do it too accurately, we'll get sued. So... I, oh. Somehow, somehow, James, I don't think we will do it that accurately. Exactly. So it's good that we're not doing it pitch perfect. <laughs> exactly. We're doing. We're gonna do a legal distinct version. Right. Okay. Exactly. I would like the uh, to be the one that does it. Right? Okay. You because want to sing it. The worst case scenario is that it's going to be funny. The best case scenario okay. is if we get a lawsuit, it proves I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> um. Well, I guess you all have that to look forward to next time. Uh, thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Uh, I'm glad this was a me light episode because my throat hurts. So <laughs> we timed this very well. It is, yeah, it's almost as if we planned it. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Yeah, we absolutely um, didn't. So yeah, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, um, we've got a Patreon, we've got a Kofi, Kofi, however it's pronounced. But honestly, the best way to support the the show is uh, tell your friends and subscribe. Yep, like and that'll help us grow. Like and share and subscribe and all those things that uh, irritating YouTubers tell you tell you to do. Exactly, and, uh, which yeah. I guess is us now. Yep, which I guess is uh, is us now because aren't we on YouTube? Mm-hmm. We are on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. I've, on YouTube, I've even got so. in the habit of posting our YouTube episodes as the as we go to Spotify. Yes, because I've been quite bad for that so far. Uh, but now we make a change of that. Mm. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. And you can join us next week on our main show. I can't remember the schedule. But yes, thank you. See you soon. I won't see you soon. I don't know where you live. Don't worry. Listen to us soon. I'm on to you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>